If you've been scared off from buying a house because rates have been frighteningly high, the Sharp Mortgage Team in Winston-Salem can help make it feel far less spooky. There are many programs available now that can keep your mortgage payment from making you want to scream. You will dread it if you don't call for more information today because Halloween is right around the corner. With the Sharp Mortgage Team, there are no tricks, and they will treat you and the zombies you love like family. That's my job now, so I gotta keep them relaxed. Got to keep them in their headspace right. But if they just go out there, these boys have fun and they challenge one another. We have we can play with anybody that's going to be there. This is the Triad Podcast Network. A team chock full of all-star high school golfers hailing from the Winston-Salem area will represent North Carolina as one of 12 teams vying for a national title later in the fall. Tanglewood golf professional Daniel Bird coaches the PGA Junior Golf League team of six that will compete in the national final November 16th through the 19th in New Mexico. Bird has been a golf professional for over 20 years and at Tanglewood for seven. Since 2019, Bird has guided the PGA Junior League chapter out of Tanglewood, which includes both 17U and 13U teams. Soon, his team will head west to the 17U National Car Rental PGA Junior League Championship staged by Wind Warriors Golf Club in Santa Ana, Pueblo, New Mexico. This will be the first-ever national event of its kind, provided to crown a 17U winner. Previously, all-star teams fielded only at the 13U level were provided a chance at a national championship. Bird is my guest today to help spotlight his team's achievements to this point, their growth, the preparation ahead, and the challenge that remains. Plus, the psychology behind his approach as a coach, helping his athletes to filter out a bevy of information that exists in sharpening their skills and maximizing their potential. Because as Bird indicates, coaching is more about being a guiding light, a voice to help them navigate and seek better clarity about their own training and game. Dedication or commitment is one thing, and sure, it takes an insane amount of it to be really good. But having that birdie in the ear of sorts can really provide all the difference in striking the perfect balance of pushing and empowering young kids to be great. And that's true not just in sport. I'm Kyle Schasperger, and Daniel Bird is that guy. Voted a top 50 coach in 2021 and 2022 by U.S. Kids Golf on Triad Sports 1-on-1. Daniel, it would appear the 90-degree temperatures might be behind us. I'm, I'm hoping I'm not jinxing it. How welcoming is that for you and your team as you prepare for nationals? Uh, very welcoming. It's been a long, hot summer, so we're kind of glad to see the fall temperatures roll in, and that helps uh, makes, makes practice a little more doable. So, yeah. Yeah, you really have to pick and choose uh, for a guy like me who recreationally, you know, might try to get out once a week, but, you know, sometimes right. it could be just a little too hot. So um, exactly. uh, <laughs> I, I shy on the nay side. Tell me about your right. team, though. Your home base is is Tanglewood Golf. Uh, that's where right. you train. That's where you practice. You have a mix of, of boys between the ages of 14 and 17, and they're primarily local, right, from Winston-Salem? Yeah, they, they've all been a part of our program for, we started the 17U three years ago, 2021 is our first season. So all these kids have been a part of it. Um, but yeah, the six kids that are going to the national championship, I believe three are at Reagan High School, uh, one's at West, uh, one's at Atkins, and the other one is a West Stokes kid. I, I may have his school wrong, but he's Stokes County, he lives in the King area. So they're all local. They've been a part of our program for three years. So. What kind of prospects, if any, do you know at this point might 
some of these kids have beyond high school even like is there some re- there's got to be some real talent there since you're gonna there, since you're ready is. to play there's, for a national championship there is yeah i mean i would think honestly the the six that i have there i would think probably have all well, six of these kids have a chance of playing some collegiate level d1 d2 possibly i mean they've got i've got some really good players in that mix so there are six kids on this PGA Junior League team that most recently right. earned one of 12 spots in November's national championship by beating teams from Georgia and Tennessee. And, and this was actually in our own backyard. It was in Greensboro, at, at right. Greensboro National. Explain the yep. format uh, for this most recent event, which was the regional championship that punched your ticket to go play in New Mexico. And uh, maybe any qualifiers before, if you can kind of frame up uh, this postseason, yeah. if you will. And, and will it be the same? Format-wise, your expectations when you head to New Mexico in November? Yeah, well, so we always start, like, our postseason begins in Charlotte with, like, the sectional rounds where we go down and play. The top two teams from there advance to Pinehurst for the sectional finals. Uh, And believe it or not, when we went to Charlotte, our first team and our second team were the top two teams and got to go to Pinehurst for the sectional finals. That's where we competed against teams from just within North Carolina, uh, same thing. We go down there a day of match play. We played that morning. If we win, we play in the afternoon. So we were lucky to win there and go to Greensboro for the regional. So, uh, Greensboro regionals is teams from all over. Um, I believe there were five different teams there in the 17 U. We had a team, from, uh, you know, another team from the Carolina section qualified in, and then we got teams from Georgia and Tennessee. Uh, so format there is the first day. Uh, on Saturday is strictly stroke play. How low can you go? How many birdies can you make as a team? They count our two best scores every nine holes, add them up. So, and that seeds us for the match play on Sunday. So we were lucky to be the one seed going into Sunday. Um, got to the match play. So we played in the morning. If we win, we advance to the finals. Uh, they made it interesting in the morning. They kept it a little closer than I liked. I was stressed a little bit, but they uh, turned it on in the afternoon when I needed to, and we won the, the finals to advance to the nationals. So, and format for nationals is very similar. It's actually an extended day, so we'll have two days of stroke play. So we fly out um, that Wednesday, Thursday is a practice round, and then Friday and Saturday is, is stroke play. How low can we go? What can we do post? And then the top four out of 12 would advance to match play on Sunday. Real cool, real cool. I love how you kind of teased a little bit of uh, the adversity you might have faced, too, and keeping it closer yeah. than, w- than you would have liked. Uh, I want to come back to that. But just to okay. kind of summarize, th- this postseason, their season with the PGA Junior League began then when technically? Like early summer? Yeah, well, actually, we start about the end of April, 1st of May. Okay. Uh, so we form our season, we play our matches, and then... You know, I keep my 17U pretty simple. For those kids that age, we play golf. That's how I determine who my best players are. They go out, they turn in a scorecard. I prep them to be ready to go play in high school tournament-wise. Um, and then we once we get our top six, top 12 figured out, that's our teams. And then the format kind of shifts a little bit into partner play, you know, match play. Uh, the format is two-player captain's choice. So these kids can go out there and just light it up and make some birdies. So – uh, that's how we determine our season. So we start, like I said, first of May. We'll try to have five, six stroke play events for them, leading up to determining our all stars, and then we'll go into postseason. So now, this these seventeen U kids, you said you've kind of had a your eye on guiding them, a hand in in their work for the last three years since since that team was formed, the PGA Junior League right. at Tanglewood Golf that. 
uh, you have been a part of originated in 2019 pre-COVID. So Correct. this is the end of the, uh, we're in the fifth complete year, if you will, because right. I understand I'm sure 2020, you know, COVID put an end to that, but um, well, actually, we did you we did you a... continue? I mean, golf golf blew up at that time, right? So I'm I, hoping I was able I was able to have a season in 2020. Awesome. We had to, we had to push and delay the start of it. We figured out a way to you know, and then once everybody kind of said, "Wait a minute, golf's outside," right? You know, so Everyone was playing really, golf. Yeah, and I really think that's been part of the reason our program has been so big is we didn't have to shut down, and a lot of kids started playing golf because you know they couldn't do baseball and indoor sports, and so. Hey, I can go play golf and they're sticking with it, you know, so it's awesome. I mean, it's just been great, but, uh, yeah, we, we have not missed a season and since we started. So, and I do want to touch on the growth of golf. Um, we're talking about uh, This will be an all encompassing conversation, but you personally, oh, yeah. again, working with these kids, what, tr- what drew you to golf? You, you've been a club pro, a golf professional for, you know, 20 some years. Uh, should I use air quotes on that? <laughs> Is yeah, there some humility? <laughs> There's some humility like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, um, it, here's the thing you decided to help, you know, influence, you know, young kids. So, so where did this inspiration come after? you know, the first dozen or 15 years or so of being a professional in this industry uh, to coach a team of youngsters. Why? Well, you know, I, my start in golf was my grandfather. He took me out and said, all right, he saw me one day literally swinging a stick, trying to hit a ball. And he said, you want to try golf? And, sure. You know, so from that point, he and I played golf until he passed. And it was always something we did together. And um, my first job when I moved to Winston, I was kind of in charge of the junior program and I was like, man, this is so much fun. But then as I, my career went along, it was, I kind of chased that. I'm going to be the head pro. I want to do all this stuff. And I got away from the kid stuff. And then my first summer at Tanglewood, they're like, okay, we're doing camps, we're doing this. And it just hit me. I was like, what have I been doing? Why have I, why have I not been doing this? And so that's when I was like, all right, what else can I do? And I went to my wife and said, I'm going to do PGA junior league. She's like, okay what's that and i told her she goes try and see what happens and it's just kind of blossomed from there and yeah it just kind of uh i enjoy being around the kids and you know i was doing class last night with some beginner seven-year-old the kid hit the ball 20 yards down the fairway and i got more excited than the kid did you know i was like you just ripped it (laughs) and they're like i did what you know i was like that was awesome so i love it it keeps me young keeps me i love watching the kids learn and develop so that's a unique point because I've got an eight-year-old. She just turned eight, and, and Pudge has been coming out with me on the course since you know pre-COVID. Just riding the cart, you know, at three, yeah. four years old, and you put a club in her hand, and she tees it up, and we'll go on the range, or she'll tee up every hole here or there. And you know, when she rips one, when she smokes one, she she gets excited, but she doesn't know how excited to get. So she sees right. your reaction. These kids, as yeah. young as they are, they feed off of you as the coach, yeah. and you've got to teach. Like, hey, you just jacked that thing, all right? Like, <laughs> exactly. get up exactly. and. Uh, and they get yeah, more getting, ex- they get more excited yeah. off of your reaction, so it's it's pivotal. It's paramount, you know. Yeah, your I get, I'm I'm big fist bump, high five. Yeah. I mean, I get I'll, you know I always tell them, so golf's quiet. I said, sit when we're out here. You do something good, we can get loud and have fun with it. So it's you know I want them to know that when they do something like that, that's that's really good and that's cool that they can do that. It's time to get serious about your financial future. It's never too early, but it could be too late to get started. And that's oftentimes the hardest part, getting started. How much do I save? Where do I invest? Do I save for college or retirement? How much for each? And who do I talk to about it all? Okay, we'll keep things simple for now and help you answer the last one. 
we recommend you begin with a local financial advisor. And that's Jennifer Johnson of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. She'll sit down with you for a complimentary introductory consultation and go over all of your questions. Get started on the path to achieving your financial goals. Visit 3magnoliasfinancialadvisors.com or call 336-701-1600. Get comfortable with your financial future. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. Retirement, financial planning, and investments. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. And even now, you know, working with your 13U team, your 17U team, going back to the very beginning when you started working uh, with, with younger children, the reward for you, I, I'd imagine, there's that level of gratification in, in seeing these kids continue to improve, to develop and, and learn how to conquer, as you put just a few minutes ago, you know, in, yeah. in your in your battles to get to the national championship round, um, learn how to conquer certain bouts with adversity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's there's a couple of the kids. I think one of my kids on the team this year, he I've got a picture of him. He was with me my first season in 2019, and he's you know, obviously he's grown a little bit, but he uh you know, back then he was a fairly good little player, but just to watch how he's developed, kids hitting the ball past me now, and it just drives me nuts. But I can't help that. <laughs> they all get it longer than I do. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, you know, it's just fun to watch them kind of go from trying to figure out how to play golf or just start to, wow, these kids are really good now, and it's fun to watch them. So, I mean, they know more about the golf swing now than – you know, it's just like they're sponges, everything. So I got to be careful what I say sometimes because I, you know, I don't want to get the wrong idea. But there are, it's, it's a lot of fun to see that go from true beginner to, you know, I've got kids now that we're talking about, okay, where are you going to go to college and play? That's awesome. So Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of information out there uh, today yeah. compared yeah. to before, you know, when we – we mentioned, you know, the growth of the game, the the analytics, the videos. Um, heck, yeah. not just YouTube, but you know, even your social media, your Instagram, your TikTok, the oh, golf, you, the golf empires that have been built through social media, where it's you can amazing. just watch these videos on a loop and learn so much. Um, you yeah. know, I can imagine too that puts some added pressure on a guy like <laughs> on a guy like you, right? Where one of your kids might challenge yeah. you based on what they saw elsewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes we you know, I always tell people you got to be careful what you watch on there. I won't say what Tiger did this week about YouTube. We'll, we'll keep it PG, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, to some degree, you know, there's so much information out there, and as long as someone's watching something that kind of pertains to your swing or them, I think it's fine. But you know, usually that somebody comes in and goes, "Well, yeah, I've been watching. You know, I saw this guy on Instagram. He's talking about all this." I'm going, "Yeah, that doesn't. You can't do that. So why are you trying? You know, let's." So I think that brings up an important. Uh, delineation between your job and two an extra responsibility of helping these kids filter out what's right and what's wrong and knowing what to watch and not watch too much and not, you know, brainwash your mind because a guy like me, you know, who's, who's getting out there, you know, before a, before a three thirty twilight tea time, I might have a six pack pack and I might spend the entire hour beforehand right. watching dozens of different videos, trying to <laughs> fix all the things that I know right. I did poorly the previous time out. And then I stand, you know, in front of the ball in the first tee, and I've got all these things going through my mind. And you know, right. I end up either topping it or just pushing it way out to the right because I, I'm not simplifying things. I've got too many voices, right? So for you as exactly. a coach, you're trying to minimize all of those voices. Absolutely. I mean, that, you know, it's always kind of the joke. It's like, 
when I get to the range in the morning with these kids and their practice rounds or their, their playing or whatever, I just kind of, I can look at them now and go, okay, they're good. Or I'll get this, like the eyes get wide open, like coach come here. And I'm like, Oh gosh, you know, but we I always kind of go back to the simple stuff with them. I'm like, look, you know, let's check everything, make sure your setup's right, your lineup's right. Okay, why are you taking the club this way? You know, so with these kids, I've known them so long, it's like usually within five minutes I can get the nerves calmed down and get them back to swinging the way they want to and understanding why they're doing something. But, you know, it's – you're right. you got to keep it simple sometimes. If you overthink everything, it's – you know, a couple guys I play with my, that are really good players, their whole philosophy is see the ball, hit the ball. <laughs> That's it. And if you can keep it simple and just do that, then you can give yourself a better chance. You got to turn the brain off every once in a while and just play. Well, it's it's kind of weird for me, too. And I don't know if this is consistent with others. Maybe you can say, you know, kind of the I, I golf a lot in the middle of the summer. You know, you got that slow build up. I, I really kind of shut right. it down over the holidays. I might get out once or twice. But, you know, then you're playing all the time and then you're really overthinking everything. And oh, then yeah. if you just put the clubs away for a few weeks or, or, you know, in my case, I got out last week for my birthday. I played at old home place. I played 18, hadn't played in over a month because August is 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 completely off the table, really, for me working in college sports, trying to get football, you right. know, ready to go off the ground on the radio side with my day job. But um, I got out there, hadn't, hadn't swung a club in four to five weeks. I shot a 78 at old home place. So, nice. I mean, look, <laughs> it goes to show you, you know, you put right. things away, you keep out of sight, out of mind, then you get up and it's like back to basics and there's and a certain, had, certain rawness to it. Well, and you had no expectations, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was, so you just want to have fun. Yeah. Free and easy. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's, that's exactly, exactly, exactly what, what happened. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get through these kids now. Is like, you look, it's awesome that we've made it this far, but if they can just go out there and I know it sounds crazy, but relax. If they'll just go out there and have fun, these kids can play with anybody. It's when they, if I, that's my job now. So I got to keep them relaxed, got to keep them in their headspace right. But if they just go out there and these boys have fun and they challenge one another, we have, we can play with anybody that's going to be there. Yeah. Is there a moment with this specific team this year or, or maybe even sooner where you felt that this group was special, had what it takes to make a run at a national championship? Well, you know, yeah. I mean, honestly, because uh, last two seasons, as far as 17, you could go. So 21-22 was the regional titles. And so we were fortunate in 21. We went to Williamsburg, Virginia, and we won regional titles the first year they offered a postseason for junior league. And I'm like, all right, these kids are good. You know, it was awesome. Last year, we ended up going to Ringgold, Georgia, which is like border of Chattanooga. Like we were inside in Tennessee and Georgia back and forth. And we won again. And I'm like, all right, so two regional titles. Well, I had some kids from my 13U that were moving up that I knew would kind of compete a little bit. But after our first match, and I just do everything with stroke average, my top six stroke average was better than any team I'd ever had. And I went, oh, boy, these kids are going to be, you know, it was like the first couple of years, if I had kids break 40, you know, shooting in the 30s, I was like, all right, we got it. My top six this year, if you didn't shoot 38 or better, you were making top six. And so I was like, okay, these kids are going to be a little different. This is going to be good. So. Okay, so you had that kind of flashpoint moment. That's awesome. Certainly that, again, you've been able 
to kind of reach in and help these kids, you know, tap into their potential and even reach beyond it and exceed it. And I, I know that's got to be certainly fulfilling for you. How uh, let, let's go back to the growth of this game. How have you seen the game of golf? And, and we've delivered a couple examples already uh, grow in, in your time being so entrenched with the sport, especially with the amount of new people that have picked up the game, especially since COVID, uh, the access oh, yeah. that has been available, and, and just the PGA Junior League alone has 70,000 kids that play. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, since COVID, I mean, the, the golf game has just gone crazy. Uh, I always I told somebody one time, the only thing I can relate it to would be the effect that Tiger Woods had on golf. When Tiger came out, he brought tons of people with him. Everybody's like, oh, man, golf's kind of cool because of this guy. And then all of a sudden, you know, that that boom went away a little bit. And then when everything shut down, but golf courses were able to stay open. I mean, everyone started playing golf. People we never seen, you know, people coming out of the park and going, hey, I hadn't played in 10 years, but I can't do anything else. All right, let's go play. You know, so and that growth is sustained. It's like it's every day out there. It's just kind of still busy. Um, I jokingly said the other day, I said, every day feels like Saturday right now. I mean, it's just yeah. packed on both on golf. I mean, if you play, you've probably seen that there's a golf court. You go somewhere, it's you should get some open tee times now. It's like, oh man, it's it's busy. And then, right. you know, for us, like, you know, I a lot of my 13U success, I get, I, and I told my 17U kids this year, it's because of them. The way these kids have played and performed, kids see that in this area and they go, I want to be a part of this. And so, we started our first year. I had 43, 44 quick kids total in my junior league program. And then with the addition of 17U, I think I had 87 kids this year in our junior league program. Wow. So, yeah, the growth is huge. <laughs> so, Who's ready for movie night? Our friends at the Ginther Group Real Estate are proud to sponsor this season's Innovation and Cinema at Bailey Park in downtown Winston-Salem's Innovation Quarter. The original Mary Poppins on August 12th, Space Jam A New Legacy on September 15th, and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on October 20th. Bring your chair or blanket to Bailey Park for a great night of cinema from Aperture, beverages from Incendiary Brewing, and food from a variety of local vendors. These magical movie nights are made possible by The Ginther Group, the real estate experts we trust and showcase right here on the Triad Podcast Network. Make sure to check their social media for detailed info on each movie night. And for your real estate needs, call 336-283-8689 or visit theginthergroup.com. Buying, selling, investing, or just learning. Whatever you need, start now. And like me, you can become a Ginther Group client for life. The tea time aspect is a funny one because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I work part time at uh, in the summers primarily because uh, I don't have time really beyond yeah. that, especially when we get into the college sports season. But, you know, I can carve out a day or two a week in the summers uh, to work at Winding Creek in Thomasville. So I work in the pro nice. shop uh, and the amount of people and my personality, you know, being a Chicago guy, um, you know, I can be pretty dry and pretty blunt and, and not afraid to tell people how it is and and yeah. I don't, it's not mean spirited. It comes from a good place. I'm, I'm trying right. to teach people the game of golf too and golf etiquette. But um, the amount of people that just come in trying to get on a course, you know, in yeah. the middle of the day uh, or late morning on a Saturday or Sunday, um, yeah. it's just, it, it's, 
it's funny, but like also at the same time, you you've got to think about you got to put it in perspective. Like a lot of people are still very new, and and there's new yeah. people every, and they don't understand. So you've got to you got to treat it as a teaching moment uh, to tell people, look, you can't if you show up to the most popular restaurant in town, okay, and it's right. dinner time. Like you can't show up at five o'clock and just expect to sit down. Like if it's a fancy steakhouse, which you know there's a certain level of sophistication that comes to golf. You know it can be perceived as a country club sport. Maybe we want to you know drop that a little bit to make it more accessible but like still there's a certain expectation you show up you can't expect to just get right on out there you call ahead you make a reservation you know we want to be all inclusive we want to provide the access but uh absolutely there, there is a certain balance still to protect the integrity of the sport and what it represents yeah there's like i think you nailed it there's so many new people playing and they don't know the rules ins and out we, it's every day if somebody walks in can i get out to play well, yeah. did you make a tea time? Right. Okay. Do you want something in two hours? Because we don't have, you know, they just don't quite yeah. understand it. But, you know, at the same time, if they weren't out there playing, courses would be struggling. So it's, uh, you know, of course, it's just kind of look at it and say, okay, we can teach these people, you know, call ahead, make a tea time, use our website, you know, make a time before you come out. It's just, you're right. It's just a different, it's a different crowd, but it's, it's good. So, and all these people are everyone. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you're a victim. I'm a victim. We're, we're all guilty <laughs> of being glued to our phones. Like we have all this technology right. at our hand, uh, right. pull, pull up the website, pull up all the apps that help you yep. book as well. I, I think Tanglewood golf utilizes golf. Now I don't want to misconstrue that, but like golf now is a big one out there. So, you know, just go to the website or call them, you know, and if you don't want to talk to a human being, you got the website, you, you go online yes. and you book the tea time. It's not that hard. You can see what's available and what's exactly. not, but, uh, um, and, and, you spotlighted Tiger Woods and what he did to change the game with the PGA Junior League. You've got a couple of pretty notable ambassadors uh, that help push help push this organization. Uh, Ricky Fowler, Rory McIlroy, Michelle Wee, Lexi Thompson, even women's soccer national team gold medalist star Alex Morgan and NBA Titan Steph Curry. They're all involved with PGA Junior League. Uh, how does their influence even help to shine a light on what this organization can provide for young golfers? Oh, I think it's huge when I mean, you get somebody at that level of whatever sport, you know, like you said, Curry. I mean, look at name one kid that doesn't know who he is. I mean, he's changed the game of basketball. Every kid now is trying to shoot it from half court instead of going and doing layups, you know. <laughs> yeah, I hate, so, yeah, hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, a three. You, okay, yeah. get closer. Maybe you can make it. But, uh, you know, it's especially someone like McElroy. I mean, all these people, they're the influence they have. And when kids see that, I mean, like one of my favorite things to do at the end of the season for my 13 uses, um, I can print a certificate as for an all-star front and it's signed by all the ambassadors. So it's got Rory McElroy's signature. It's got Ricky Fowler, you know, Curry signature. These kids go nuts when they get that. They're like, Ricky Fowler signed this. Rory McElroy signed it. And I'm like, yeah, they did. And then I'll sign it. And I go, I don't know who this guy is, but you got my signature too. You know, so, but you know, it's That's really awesome. cool to have, to have that, you know, something like that. You can give these kids for earning something with those people's signatures on it. So it's really, it's really cool. It is. It is. This is the first championship event at 17U level uh, coming up here just prior to Thanksgiving that your team will be yeah. competing in. It, it's pretty neat. Y'all get the opportunity to compete in the inaugural, <clears throat> right? PGA Junior yeah. League event for 17U. How special Absolutely. is that? It's special. I mean, it's one of those things that we talked about at the start of the season because I had four of the kids that won last year were coming back. And, you know, my job the whole season, honestly, has been like, we're not going to talk about it. We got to take care of business. We got to do what we got to do. 
uh, we want to go. And I, you know, and I love the fact these kids get to go because they've won two years in a row and that was kind of the end of our season. And then you see the 13 new kids get to go to nationals and we didn't get to do that. So for these kids to kind of go take care of it, do it, that's just really awesome. It's, I never in a million years when I started this program thought I'd be you know, jumping on a plane to go to New Mexico with these kids competing something. But the fact that we get to do is, is pretty amazing. So. And let's go back uh, one more time to the event in New Mexico. It's yeah. just before Thanksgiving. Practice mm-hmm. practice rounds. I imagine you get out there, you know, maybe a week earlier, a couple of days earlier. Uh, what do you know about the course? What kind of additional challenge can this track provide in addition uh, to going up against the most elite competition you've seen all season with a national title hanging in the back? Yeah, the only thing I know about is what I've seen online. I know it's hosted some PGA events out there. I think it hosted the PGA professional championship this season uh so it looks like a beautiful golf course uh, we're going to fly out the wednesday before our official practice round is that thursday before so the kids can get out there and see it and, and we got to figure out a way to you know look at that i'm sure we got to develop you know get a uh, mind around elevation changes and things like that and oh yeah desert yeah. golf you know so we're gonna get them to do some training on that but it uh yeah, I just want them to soak in the experience and enjoy it and just be and kind of know where they're at and say, okay, this is awesome. This is pretty cool to be here. So, and then, of course, we're going to play well, hopefully. So, looks like according to the website, 17 new championship begins with practice rounds on Thursday, November 16th. If anyone wants right. more information, they can go to pga.com or just put in your Google search PGA Junior League. Uh, the event itself. Uh, the 17U National Car Rental PGA Junior League Championship, November 16th through 19th at Twin Warriors Golf Club in Santa Ana, Pueblo, New Mexico. Love it. What a trip. What a trip for y'all. I'm sure the kids are super excited, not just for, for the golf aspect, but too, yeah. y'all get to travel as a team, you know, the bonding, the Absolutely. camaraderie, just the overall experience. This is uh, this is memorable, something that will, you know, have a lasting impression in, in all of your lifetimes. Oh, absolutely. It's it's, it's a just an unbelievable experience. I mean, what we're getting to do is, you know, we kind of thought we could do it, and now to get to say, okay, we're 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 doing it now. It's pretty special. Yeah, now it's now it's time to go to work, right? Uh, it's absolutely. Daniel, it's been nice pretty, to yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some time off, but now it's time to practice. <laughs> yeah, time to time to get after it. Down to business. Uh, I appreciate the time very much. Is there anything else uh, maybe we haven't covered uh, that you that you'd like to add? You are golf. Golf professional at Tanglewood Golf. I mean, your day to day. Is there anything you want to plug, promote? Like, hey, come, come get, come see me at Tanglewood. Come golf here. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Are you on social media? What do you uh, want to push? Just, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, I got this this D Bird PGA. You can follow. I always tell everybody, I'm gonna try to post as much as I can. They can follow along with the story and see what we're doing. I'll post plenty of pictures and update everybody. You know, as we're going on our adventure here. So yeah, if anybody wants to follow along with the story and see what's happening, you can follow me. And that's. Instagram, what is it at D Bird? It's D Bird PGA. D Bird PGA. And that's Bird B Y R D. You got it. Yep. Awesome. He's Daniel Bird, coach of the regional champion 17 new golf team based out of Tanglewood Golf that's heading the nationals in New Mexico later this year. Daniel, it was fun learning about you, your team, the drive for a PGA Junior League national title on Triad Sports One on One. Thank you. Thank you. There's still one more chapter to be written in Daniel's fifth full season with the PGA Junior League team out of Tanglewood. For Daniel Bird and his group of six boys venturing to New Mexico to compete in the most important showcase of them all, there's no questioning that their family and friends, all of Tanglewood Golf, 
and supporters from all three corners of the triad will be pulling for maximum effort and reward for the boys from back home. And make sure to follow their journey more closely by finding Daniel on Instagram at Daniel Bird PGA. That's Bird B Y R D. I'm Kyle Schasberger on Twitter and Instagram myself at Kyle Schass. I hope you enjoyed the story of Daniel Bird's national championship bound 17U golf team on Triad Sports one-on-one. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.